What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. In tonight's video, we're doing a live best ball mock. Uh, it's not a mock draft. It's a real draft. We're doing the real draft here over on drafters.com, uh, best ball website here. I'm going to be drafting from the ninth pick. We're going to be getting into it here. The lobby's just about to start. Let's hop into it. We got preseason football on as well. I've been monitoring that. Adam Thielen did catch a touchdown for the Carolina Panthers from Bryce Young. So some exciting stuff going on here. Uh, but anyways, we are uh, we're, we're, we're hopping in here. We're about 13 seconds away from the start. We got Aiden, Aiden in the chat room. Hope you're doing well, man. I uh, hope you're watching football. Um, Bryce Young looked decent tonight. I know it's the Lions defense, but he still looked relatively decent. I'm not super into the Carolina Panthers uh, offense for fantasy, but... Adam Thielen's probably going to end up being a decent pick here. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but we got a fun draft here. We're doing the drafters 20 million. That's a $20 draft, million two. It's their best ball championship. We're doing 20 rounds, full PPR. We're drafting from the ninth pick here. And uh, it looks like uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with the ninth pick, but we'll have some fun doing it. Uh, either way, uh, if you guys are new to drafters, go ahead and sign up in the promo code. There's a link in the description. You guys will get a free $20 if you sign up. So I'm watching football, trying to ship Judy out. Judy, 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 man. Um, I would probably hold on to Judy, man. I think if it, I think if it were any worse, I, if you can get, if you can get Mike Williams, I'm fine with it. If you can get like Jahan Dotson, I'm fine with it. I, I still think Judy's going to have some use. Uh, I am worried though, that he's not going to be 100% for the rest of the season. I, I'm interested in Judy at a dip, but for right now, uh, if you can swap them out for like a sixth, seventh round pick type receiver, you know, your George Pickens, Jahan Dotson types, that's probably where I'm looking at. Uh, even if I could flip them for Jackson Smith and the Jigba, I think I'm probably doing that as well. I just, it's the Denver Broncos. I, I'm not super, super excited about what the Denver Broncos could be doing this year, but we're up to pick here at the nine spot. Austin Eckler usually doesn't fall this far. He's got a 7.4 ADP. I should probably just take Austin Eckler. It's going to make things a little bit more tougher for me to stack Chargers. Uh, I should probably take Bijan or AJ Brown here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna collect Austin Eckler again here. I got a lot of Austin Eckler shares in the 20 million drafters draft, but we'll see what happens. We're moving on into the end of the first round. Bijan Robinson here. Uh, there is a weird eighth wait, eighth overall Devonte Adams. That's usually not what you see. Usually Devonte falls into the second round. Um, I'm not taking Devonte Adams that high. Uh, which is why Eckler, Bijan, A.J. Brown fell for us there at our ninth overall pick. Uh, you do see Travis Kelsey at seven. You see CMC at three. Overall, it's a pretty standard draft. Just the Devontae Adams pick is a little bit strange. Uh, these best ball drafts are really, really liking Tony Pollard lately. Tony Pollard, man, two weeks ago, Tony Pollard was the last four picks of the second round, and now he's up here to all the way to 13. I've seen Nick Chubb at this area too here, so a lot of people are starting to pivot towards those 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 uh those stud running backs and I'm kind of the same man i'm not super into the raiders offense and i'm not super into the idea of going two running backs start here i get nick chubb or saquon barkley to fall to me because it's a full ppr league i'm gonna go with saquon barkley and if you've watched my stuff you guys know i've been pumping you want one of the top six running backs that's just the way it goes. And the fact that I get two of the top six running backs feels pretty good. Eckler, Saquon Barkley will try and line up some Chargers and some Giants throughout the West, the rest of the way. But uh, Pat Mahomes at 18, so a decent dip on Kelsey at seven. He gets the Pat Mahomes stack here. But, yeah, the Raiders offense, man, um, 
they just they got a lot of bad juju, man. It just doesn't sound great. Josh Jacobs still holding out. Devontae Adams was unhappy with the management. Um, and, and yeah, that's that's kind of how it goes in in best ball drafts, Aiden. Though wide receivers go quick, so I'm gonna have to make sure I get at least three or four good ones here in the next handful of picks. Otherwise, I'm gonna be left looking for some junk at receiver in the double digit round. So I need to make sure. I mean, just look at all the receivers going into the second round: Olave, Waddle, Devonta, Calvin Ridley. Like just Calvin Ridley is a second round pick in best ball, which is a lot different from our redraft league. So that's quite surprising. I think Calvin Ridley. Before that first training camp highlight of him running a route against nobody and going really fast, uh, Calvin Ridley was at the end of the third round, and now he has entered the 2-3 turn conversation, which is a little bit rich. Hopefully you guys bought enough shares of Calvin Ridley at the at the third end of the third round. But I think for now, Calvin Ridley, man, people are excited about him. They're drafting him as a fringe wide receiver one. I think he can be that. Um and the preseason usage actually indicated that he's gonna be their wide receiver one. So uh you're seeing Christian Kirk fall right now into the fifth round. I think in redraft leagues, he's priced a little bit cheaper, but it looks very clear that the Jags are going to make Calvin Ridley, the wide receiver one this season, uh, beginning around three, you see Jalen hurts and Mark Andrews go. Uh, I'm not sure who I'm going to be liking at the ninth overall pick. Hopefully it's a wide receiver. I mean, if I can get, I'm not going to get Keenan Debo maybe, uh, but Amari Cooper, <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Might be doing a three, um, getting D hop and Mike will and shipping out Judy cooks and MBS. So getting D hop and Mike will shipping out Judy that Brandon cooks and MBS. I like it. I mean, you're getting, you're getting the two best receivers out of that deal. I, I do like cooks as a fringe wide receiver, three flex MBS is just kind of like a, whatever guy, he's just a bench piece. So if that's the deal, Aiden, I, I think a pretty good deal here for yourself uh, i do get debo samuel to fall i just want to do my due diligence here lamar cooper stevenson judy this is kind of like i'm not really clicking cooper i'm not really clicking judy i guess i'll take uh debo samuel to be my wide receiver one not super in love with it but we'll take debo here as our wide receiver one uh we got ff nonsense hanging out thanks for hanging out my man let's go indeed uh we went with the eckler barkley start i'm not sure i'm in love with it but Two, those those are two of my top six running backs, man. It's hard to pass on that value. I'm just gonna have to uh, to hammer wide receivers here for a little bit and make sure I can balance this thing out. Um, and yeah, Aiden, like if, if this is the deal, D Hop and Mike Williams are both like wide receiver twos, like late like you're getting the better end of the deal. I think D Hop and Mike will. That's probably where I want to be. MVS is just a throw in at that point. So to flip Judy and Cooks for D Hop and Mike will, man, that's probably where you want to be. And we got FF Nonsense in here. He's actually drafting in the 11th overall spot. He gets a falling AJ Brown. And, dude, I, I don't know about you. Um, and, yeah, for sure, my man. Uh, but he gets Amon Ross St. Brown round two. And ever since Amon Ross' ankle injury, like, before the ankle injury, Amon Ra was going, like, 9-10th overall on drafters. And now he's sliding into the second round. So I, lo I love that start. AJ Brown, Amon Ross, St. Brown. Both Browns, man. And then you get a falling Ramondre. And lately – I've personally been clicking on Ramondre. I was not very high on him when he was going at the two, three turn. I thought that was too much because like the, the signs were evident that they were going to sign a, another running back here and they bring in Zeke. I still think Ramondre is probably a fringe RB one here, but you get him here at a good value. Uh, and then DJ Moore here at 38. That feels pretty good. Uh, yes. Yes. Buy all the dips. Uh, I'm up to pick here. I, we're not clicking Jerry Judy. I do need wide receiver. I'm probably not clicking Najee because I need, I need receivers here, but Watson, is probably the only one that makes sense here. I do like Drake London here, but I, I personally, I, I mean, 
I think Watson is made for best ball. So that's kind of where I want to get him. I think his floors are going to be about, you know, seven, eight points. Uh, but he does have that massive upside where if Jordan Love and the Packers are, are just at least competent, it could be, uh, <laughs> yeah, it could be pretty nice here. So Eckler Barkley start. We come back with Debo and uh, Christian Watson. We'll see if we can line up some other guys to pair with these receivers here, but we're moving and grooving into the fourth round. Now Deandre Hopkins went the first overall pick in the fourth round DJ Moore to FF nonsense here, Mike Williams. Like I'm a huge Mike Williams guy. I think uh, now you're starting to see, like I've seen Mike Williams go 34, 35, 36 overall. I, I think the hype on the chargers offense is getting pretty exciting. Um, I, I, I wanted Mike Williams here on the turn. I probably should have took him at 33 to just to secure him. But uh, Mike Williams is one of my biggest targets right now. And especially in a best ball, like that's talk about Christian Watson, Mike Williams, like these guys were made for best ball. Cause we're all nervous to start them for those like four or five point duds, but doesn't matter in best ball. Uh, but after Mike Williams and, and Christian Watson, you see Joe Mixon, Christian Kirk, ETN, Drake London, Brees Hall here at 45. Brees Hall sometimes falls into the fifth round here. So uh, when I'm clicking Brees Hall, I like to kind of, usually if I'm in one of the first one, two, three, four picks here, I'm waiting to see if Brees Hall comes back around and I'll collect him. Uh, this guy does have him as his wide receiver or his running back one. So we'll see if he can pair it with him some other running backs. But uh, overall, um, Mixon, ETN, Brees Hall, the only running backs in the fourth round. There goes Najee Harris, who's dipping a little bit as Najee Harris, or my bad, as Jalen Warren is surging. He's he's probably like a, a fringe ninth, tenth round pick at the moment right now. I think people are getting excited about Warren. And to be honest, like I like Najee Harris. Like I, I want to buy Najee Harris. As long as he's healthy, he's going to have a nice role in that offense. But uh, man, oh man, like I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about uh, about Jalen Warren, and yeah, Joe Mixon, man, this guy, this guy here, just joshing at uh, the eighth spot, he gets Mixon as RB three, which feels like pretty good value, and he also puts him with Josh Jacobs, which even if Josh Jacobs doesn't report to camp, you know, that, that doesn't matter because he's got Joe Mixon as his RB two. It could be a really nice uh, opportunity here for him to basically flex three running backs, like he's going to start two running backs for sure, and if he can get one of these RB ones. At the flex, that's going to look pretty good for him. So I like that start quite a bit. Uh, Darren Waller, holy balls, just moving up. Um, one of the biggest, after that preseason game where he just got like the first three targets, he dropped a 20-yard catch. But uh, Darren Waller, one of the hottest risers in best ball right now. He's now an early fifth-round pick. You can sometimes I got you can sometimes get him at the end of the fifth round right now, but in order to secure him, like you have to be like you have to be early on Darren Waller. You have to reach just a little bit here. Um, interesting move here from Draft Doobie. He grabs Mahomes and Justin Herbert, so he's got a Kelsey Mahomes stack, which is nice, and then he's also got a Keenan Allen Justin Herbert stack. So I, I, that's an interesting uh, proposition here. I don't personally love grabbing two QBs that early, but I, I don't hate it. Uh, we're on deck here. Uh, Tyler Lockett goes. And um, for me, the build makes sense to grab Aaron Jones to be my RB3 because I do have Christian Watson. I could build out a little Packers thing here. I do like Brandon Ayuk because I do have Debo Samuel as well. So I could really build out a nice San Francisco 49ers thing and get uh, a little Brock Purdy action in here. Because I have two running backs and I need wide receiver, I'm going to lean Brandon Ayuk. But man, oh man, like Aaron Jones is a good pick in, in, in the end of the fifth round. I think Aaron Jones is pretty good. Yeah. This guy takes him right away 
to be his number two running back here, but we get a nice little, we, I, I feel like we were able to balance it out. We got, we got Eckler, Saquon Barkley at the top of the draft, Debo, Christian Watson and Brandon Ayuk to finish out uh, our top three wide receivers. So I think we were able to, to tread the waters and we came out. Okay. Maybe we grab one more receiver here. There's some guys that I do like uh, on the turn FF nonsense, man. It's another great pick here. Damian Pierce, man. Personally, I, I mean, I, I, I've been drafting Damian Pierce all summer long. I, I think at this point I have to probably cool off. He's now a late fifth round pick. I've seen him go as high as 54, 53. And right now, man, it looks really good for Damian Pierce. Like the preseason usage is, is off the charts. <sighs> the other day, like with the ones, like he, he didn't come off the field. And, and if he's going to be on there for all situations, like it's going to look really good. Sure. Maybe he rotates with Damian or with Devin Singletary every third series, but it looks really good for Damian Pierce. And then nonsense does it again. He gets Jahan Dotson. One of my favorite picks. I actually put Terry McLaurin uh, as the thumbnail of this video, just because I'm not drafting Terry McLaurin. I'm drafting Jahan Dotson because I don't want anything to do with turf toe guys. Like they're saying it's a sprained toe, but like this, this could linger all season. And if we're being honest, like I'm not entirely sure that um, I'm not sure Terry McLaurin is the wide receiver one. It might be Jahan Dotson. Like Jahan Dotson was the 16th overall pick in the first round. Terry McLaurin was a second round pick. I think you could argue from a prospect perspective that Jahan Dotson is the better elite athlete. So we'll see. Uh, but either way, man, that second uh, preseason game for the Washington Commanders, everyone's going through the roof right now. I think Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson are both going in the top 100. You got Jahan Dotson now leaping to the beginning of the sixth round. You have Sam Howell moving up boards pretty fast here. So uh, I do like stacking the commanders team right now. And especially those running backs. I think that's going to be the engine of the commanders offense. Like I, I, Gibson in a full PPR league, sign me up. But Brian Robinson, man, he's getting more work in the passing game as well on first and second down. And I, I think he's a sneaky bet to, to grab a thousand yards rushing this year. So commanders, man. They're going to be good. They're going to be in a lot of games, and Howell's not going to let them die. But it looks like we're on a, a little running back run here in the sixth round. Javante, James Cook, J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, and then there's Jackson Smith and the Jigba falling here to pick number 70. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I think Gibson 2020 all the way through the offseason. Turf toe is not ideal. It's, it's not ideal, dude. Like, so I, I updated my projections. Um, I, if you don't know me, uh, FF Nonsense, I, I run the fantasyfellowship.com. Uh, I, I put out my projections and my rankings on my website, and uh, I updated them today. And Jahan Dodson's two spots ahead of Terry McLaurin in my wide receiver projections. I just, even if Terry McLaurin's on the field week one, he's not 100%. Even if he's on the field week two, week three, he's still not 100%. This is an injury that could limit him especially early on. And then I mean, who knows what his risk of re-aggravating this thing is, but it's probably pretty high. Uh, Jahan Dotson, man. And as soon as Terry McLaurin went out of the game uh, against the Ravens, Dotson just got littered with targets. So uh, I'm personally willing to reach for Jahan Dotson. I think he also fits the narrative of like a second year breakout receiver. And those are some of my favorite wide receivers to draft those guys. And the list of second year receivers is so good this year, like Garrett Wilson. You also have Jahan Dotson. You also have guys like, uh, like George Pickens. You have guys uh, throughout the draft, but second year receivers, those are usually the bets you want to make, especially like first or second round pick wide receivers. That's usually the sweet spot. 
Uh, but we're we're moving up almost a pick here. I personally don't like the seventh round range of the draft here, and I'm gonna start to probably cue some of my teams here that I need to get you know some picks. I know I gotta go for Purdy. That's pretty much it for the 49ers. Uh, I do need some. Um, I got Giants, I got Packers, and I got Steelers. So I'll see what I can build from this. But uh, we're on deck here. Nice little wide receiver run here of Cooks, Pittman, Zay Flowers, who's going through the roof right now. And there goes Kyle Pitts. I'm up to pick right now. We got Sanders, Swift, Connor. I just, I'm not super excited about these guys. Uh, that's a great question there. I'll answer that in a second. Uh, I'm going to grab my RB3 here, David Montgomery, one of my favorite picks to make in the seventh round. I, I personally think he should be a sixth round pick. I don't see the difference between Montgomery and Akers, Dobbins, Cook, and, J and Javante Williams, especially in a best ball format. Dude's going to score touchdowns. Uh, but hey, thanks for reaching out. Uh, Tim D, 1387. Could Fryman finish as the top three tight end if he stays healthy? I think the, the, the health question, if he stays healthy for 17 games, and uh, I, I'm one of the biggest, I'm one of the biggest Pat Fryermuth Steeler offense supporters. I super, super love, I love Pat Fryermuth. He's probably my second or third most drafted tight end. Now, last year, dude finished sixth in targets, sixth in yards, and sixth in receptions for tight end. So I think he's got top five upside. Now, the stat that's going, he only caught two touchdowns last year. That's the stat that will vault him to the third overall tight end. I mean, if he catches eight touchdowns, nine, 10 touchdowns, that's what's going to put him there. So uh, it's in his range of possibilities. Tim. I totally think, I totally think that he could get there. He just needs to, um, he just needs to find a way to stay healthy and we should have some fun doing that. Uh, I'm up to pick right now. I don't see any pick that really correlates with what I'm building right now. Um, nonsense got Rashad White, Elijah Moore. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna collect Alvin Kamara here just to be my wide my running back four. I I don't love it, but I got Eckler, Barkley, Monty, and Kamara. When Kamara comes back week three, we're gonna be looking pretty or week four, we're gonna be looking pretty good. Uh yeah, Montgomery's one of the best picks you can make in the seventh round. Um Yep. Now, yeah, like especially like now that um nonsense, now that the the pup list is now four weeks, like I think there's a realistic chance that Smith and Jig was on the pup list for the first four games, which should we should be drafting DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett a lot right now. Uh, but with Terry McLaurin, man, I mean, this is a team that probably will be lucky to make the playoffs. If they're thinking, you know, long and they, they paid this man a lot of money. If, if they're thinking long term and they want to make sure that he's healthy and ready to go, Publist is definitely an option where he sits the first four games. And, and personally, I just I don't expect him to be 100 percent healthy week one, even if he does play. So buying Jahan Dotson right now is one of the best picks in the in the sixth round. And we got Tim D, man. <laughs> um, Al Boogie. Uh, I do another drafter afterwards. We can if you guys want to run it back. I totally don't mind. Uh, I totally do not mind. I have a few more. I, I don't know if I'm going for their weekend promo this weekend because this is probably my third draft of the of the day. Uh, but I'm I'm trying to hit 30 drafts this month to get their their free three tickets. And then we'll hit the, the $50 pick them. So if you guys want to run it back, we can totally uh, we can totally do a double stream here. I'm 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 super I'm super bullish on the Steelers. And it's at the point now where I have to probably stop drafting them because my I mean I got George Pickens here at 64. That's that's probably where I would feel comfortable if George Pickens enters the fifth round. I think that's probably too much for me. Uh, but literally all like at one point, Deontay Johnson, dude, was a sixth 
late sixth round pick, which is just crazy. So uh, I'm thinking the Steelers is one of those offenses that was really easy to stack all summer long. And I wouldn't, I totally wouldn't be surprised that like at the end of all this season, if, if we see that a Steelers stack was on the drafters million two winning ticket, like it, it totally wouldn't surprise me because they, they've been one of the best cheapest offenses all, all summer long. And it's, it's coming together, man. The, the, the preseason looked really, really good for them. All right. Uh, what's their weekend promo? Let me load that up real quick for you. I'm four picks away, but uh, the weekend promo here, um, flash bonus weekend draft 10 plus teams, get two tickets to the million. Draft 20 teams, you get two more tickets. So I think that's four total. And then both fast and slow drafts count. Tickets will be in there on Monday. So only entries for the million two. Make sure you're doing the million two for $20. Uh, but if you get 10 teams in, you're going to get two more tickets. So if you're trying to, to launch those. And yeah, Pat, Pat Daddy, man. Pat's such a good tight end. And last year, I don't know what I don't know what the issue was with the Steelers. Pickett was a rookie. Mitch Trubisky played a lot. They didn't throw a lot of touchdowns. They actually threw the I think they threw the fewest touchdowns in the league last year. And it, it honestly wouldn't surprise me if they double that touchdown total. Uh, but I'm on deck here. I've got four running backs and four wide receivers. I'm liking how this is going. I do need to get some QBs and some tight ends at some point. But there's going to be some guys that I like. Um, Armut's still on the board, but oh my goodness. I might be done drafting running backs pretty soon because I'm getting Antonio Gibson at about seven pick discount here. I'll take him as my, my running back five. I'm going to cash out on running backs pretty soon here. I'm puzzled at how they constantly draft the best receivers in the NFL or other scout superiors at Mike Tomlin. I don't know what it is, but they just, they always, the weird part is about this is every time they draft a receiver in the second or third round, it's usually because they need one. Um, they got really lucky with Antonio Brown, but like they needed a Deontay Johnson at the time to be wingman. They needed a Juju Smith-Schuster to fill those shoes. Like uh, usually, and, and I don't know how long Deontay and George Pickens are going to last together on the same team, but the next early round wide receiver they take, I think we're all going to be super excited to get them in our dynasty format. So uh, it looks like nonsense grabs Pat Fryman here at 107, and that's his first tight end here. So we'll see what he can do with that. But I, I Pat Frymuth, man, I, I don't know about you guys, but my uh, my my draft strategy at tight end has been I, I don't take Kelsey, I don't take Mark Andrews a lot. I I'm, I'm about market on those guys, roughly eight percent. But I'm looking for Waller, I'm looking for Goddard, and then my my other guy is Pat Frymuth a lot because he's basically if you're in the end of the ninth round, he's free. And then the crazy thing is sometimes he comes around to the end of the 10th round and you're just like, oh, hell yeah, give me that. Um, and yeah, that, that, that might be it. Like Tomlin, Tomlin's one of the smartest uh, head coach minds out there in the league. So I, I like him quite a bit. Um, Emmanuel Sanders was a good one. Santonio Holmes, another one. Like they just seem to have a wide receiver factory here. So anytime they take a wide receiver, we should note. And uh, we haven't even talked about Calvin Austin yet, who I think is a, a pretty fun, exciting bet. Uh, but I'm on the clock here. I'm not in love with any of these players that I'm looking at. Odell Beckham, Najoku, Nico. I do need um, I do need more wide receivers here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna grab Nico Collins. But uh, I'm excited about Collins because I, th I think he can be a cheap wide receiver one. Um, he fits as my wide receiver five, so I'm cool with that. 
But uh, anyways, we're moving into the 10th round right now. Uh, nonsense, man. He grabs Jalen Warren and Pat Frymuth, so we'll see if we can build out any more Steelers bets here. Uh, is, Tim in the, is Tim in the draft with us? I'm not sure. Back in around 20. Is it Mike Wallace? Yeah, Mike Wallace. Yeah, there's the comment. Mike Wallace was, was pretty bomb for a few seats. I mean, Plaxico Burris. No, he was. Plaxico Burris was a giant. My bad. I'm, I'm thinking of somebody else. But Martavis Bryant, that's who I was thinking of. Martavis Bryant, man, if he could have just stayed on the field, they had some really nice stuff going on. That that trio, I think back in the day, was it um, – I don't remember who the trio is with. It was Antonio It was Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant, and somebody else. But, man, oh, man, is Mixon and Lockett for Saquon an overpay? Is Mixon and Lockett for Saquon an overpay? Uh, Christian, is that is – that, is that dynasty? Is it redraft? Let me know the format because that, that might change my perspective on things. Um, I, I don't know about you nonsense, but the, the dip on the Texans offense has been pretty good for me lately. That's a team that like in, I don't ever want to go into draft thinking I'm going to stack Texans, but they really, they really present an opportunity to be a secondary stack for your team. Like I'm always looking for that primary stack. I don't really have one in this draft so far, but when I get Nico Collins, I'll maybe think about Schultz. I'll maybe think about Robert Woods and Tank Dell and some of those other Texans guys. I mean, Damian Pierce is a part of that too, but CJ Stroud, I don't know why CJ Stroud is falling so far. Yeah. Plaxico Brown was a rookie that year. Redraft PPR. What what do you guys think about this one? We're we're sending Saquon, we're, we're getting Saquon Barkley and we're sending away Mixon and Lockett. Christian, I think I need more information because if you're sending away a Tyler Lockett type player, like do you have enough wide receiver depth to be okay there? Uh obviously Saquon Barkley's an upgrade over Joe Mixon, but if you have enough wide receiver firepower to support a team without Tyler Lockett, I, I think I might be into it because you're essentially and like, I mean, Saquon, I took Saquon at 16 here and Mixon and Lockett. Mixon was a fourth round pick and Lockett was a fifth round pick. So you're cashing in these two picks for a second round pick. I, I, I probably need a little bit more information. Yeah, the Texans, man. Tech, don't, don't get me wrong. Texans are not going to win a lot of games this year, but they're going to be better on offense than they were last year. And they were able to support some fantasy guys. Uh, Edelman, did they draft? No, they, they got Welker from the dolphins, right? They got Welker from the dolphins. Did they, did they develop Tim Brown? I, I, they, they've had trouble. They've, they've been a team that pays for a receiver and I think they're fine doing that. Yes, sir. The Plaxico pull. I, I knew I remembered him with the Steelers. Um, yeah, Plaxico was fun. And Cousins has been a guy that I got him in the 130s today when I was drafting, and I and I didn't even have like a Vikings guy, but I'm like, okay, fine, I'll target, I'll target KJ Osborne and Ty Chandler or something later. But it's a bit, it's a bit disrespectful of of, of the draft board here to be taking all these guys who are probably not going to be that much for their fantasy teams when you can get for sure a QB one like Kirk Cousins, who no matter how you spend it, like Kirk Cousins is probably going to be top five, top 10 in yards. He's going to be top five, top 10 in passing touchdowns. Like he doesn't offer anything as a rusher, but he's, he, he might get there as a receiver or as a, as a passer. Uh, I believe so. 
Uh, we'll get to this in a second. I'm up to pick right now. I don't love to do it. I have Debo, Watson, Ayuk, Pickens, and Collins. Fine. I, I'll fall into the Texans snake pit here. Uh, Christian's got JJ McLaurin at receiver and Saquon and Bijan at running back with Javante at my flex. Um, I think right now with the McLaurin injury, I don't know if you missed our talk about Terry and Jahan Dotson, but the guy that I'd rather have long-term is probably Jahan Dotson. If, if I don't know how you guys feel about it in the chat, but would, would you guys take the, like, if you could throw in Terry and if, if it was Terry and Mixon, would that be better? Like, would we rather get rid of Terry and hold on to Lockett? Uh, I think the JSN injury is probably going to keep him out for a few games. Um, Lockett's still a good receiver. And, and and either way, I think both McLaurin and Lockett will have some value at some point here. But I don't know if that's enough. I, I don't know if this is enough for me at receiver. Who's your next best receiver after Terry McLaurin there, Christian? Uh, Lapo he's calling the Laporta shot. That's probably where you got to take him. And that's that's one of the easy – like Jared Goff at 131, my goodness. Uh, and he does have Amon Ross St. Brown. So nonsense is up to no good here. He is just stealing the, the Lions offense at a pretty good price. So I like what you're brewing there. Uh, I'm up to pick here. I do not have a QB yet. I do have Christian Watson. Um, so I tell you what, I'm just going to grab Jordan Love. You have to reach on Jordan Love to get him right now. I need a QB one. Sure, I don't think Jordan Love's a top 12 QB, but I think he could be top 18. Um, we're going to probably bang a couple quarterbacks here the rest of the way, at least Two more. I want three in this build here. Zero, zero QB build. Then we're also zero tight end build right now. So we'll just go with what's given to us. Uh, Taekwon over George Pickens was atrocious, just terrible. And Nikhil Harry over Debo and AJ Brown is punctual by death penalty. I agree, my man. And when uh, when Taekwon was was drafted, I remember like he was like a like a fifth round prospect. And I think when when Taekwon was picked, I was like, holy shit! You know, it just didn't make sense. The Patriots clearly, like, they thought they had a guy that they could use on special teams and maybe deep routes and stuff like that. Maybe he fit, like, a need for them at the time. But it, it was a pretty bad pick at the time. Um, and I, I remember that one was, was being pretty bad. But, yeah, nonsense, man. He's up to no good over here. He's got a nice Detroit Lions. Let's let's recap here. He's got Amon Rob St. Brown at the wide receiver, too, in a full PPR. That's just ridiculous. Personally... I have St. Brown as like my wide receiver six, seven in my PPR projections. I'm not drafting him that high, but I think his ceiling is top five at the receiver position. So we'll see. There's probably not too many more lions you want to grab. Maybe Josh Reynolds, but that's a nice lion stack. And then he's building out a Pat Fryer with Jalen Warren thing right now. So we'll keep an eye on nonsense here from the 11 spot. Uh, Kirk is your next best receiver. Um, Honestly, like I, th I think at this point, I'm going to ask one more question, Christian. Who's your next best receiver after Kirk? If you have one more usable guy, I think I'm cashing in my chips and going for Saquon Barkley. And, yeah, he's got uh, he's got the double tight end here that you like. The Muth is Luth. Nikhil Harry was also one of those picks that just didn't make sense to me. Um, we, we could, I could go and look up that draft. Uh, what year was Nikhil Harry drafted? Uh, 2019 draft. They got him at 32 coming off the Super Bowl, but they passed on Debo. They passed on Debo. They passed on AJ. Everybody passed on AJ Brown, though. They passed. Even Hardman would have been a better pick. 
Uh, talk about bad pit. Like JJ Ortega Whiteside, like holy balls, man. Um, <laughs> Uh, the, the Patriots, man, the, that's Patriots are free range now. Tom Brady's not there to protect to protect them. We can talk about they've been they've been kings for the last decade. This is our time to finally talk some trash about the Patriots. But I, I do think they're going to be a good offense this year. Um, they finally got an offensive coordinator, which is great. They're still going to have great defense and special teams here. They're they're probably going to linger in that AFC long enough to be annoying. Um, ready to roll nonsense. I'm on the board right now. I'm not super in love with anybody, but I am building out this lovely Jordan Love, Green Bay Packers, Christian Watson stack here. So I'm just going to collect Jaden Reed a few picks ahead of ADP. It's for the stack. We started Eckler and Barkley, but our receiver room is Debo, Watson, Ayuk, Pickens, Nico, and Jaden Reed. I, I honestly, I don't, I don't hate it. I think we did okay here. I think nonsense is going to take. I, I think he's going to take uh, Kenny P here, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Powers. Uh, yeah, it was the 2019 draft for sure. Um, and you got Jackson's been the Jigba. Okay, uh, chat room. Our boy Christian here had a deal on the table. Is Mixon and Lockett for Saquon an overpay? I think in theory it probably is an overpay, but you're getting the clear best player. And if, if Saquon Barkley is healthy for – a whole 16, 17 games, man. Like that's going to look really good. I, I know we like Joe Mixon, but last, like the last couple of years, Mixon has shown signs of decline. I think the biggest argument for Joe Mixon is, uh, Oh, uh Oh, uh, I think the biggest argument for Mixon is the volume. Like I don't trust who their RB two is. We honestly don't know who it is. It's Trayvon Williams, Chris Evans, and the rookie chase Brown. No clarity there. Joe Mixon's going to get volume, but Saquon Barkley, dude, he doesn't come off the field. So personally, I'm probably going to go get Saquon Barkley, man. Uh, how do you feel about double stacks? Um, by double stack, do you mean having two wide receivers and a, a and the quarterback? Uh, because that that's the ideal amount. Like to me, like a quarterback and one wide receiver, that's not enough. Like if Love throws a touchdown, I basically have a 50% chance of catching a touchdown with with Watson and Jaden Reed. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. And uh, it looks like, it looks like nonsense grab. Um, he grabbed Sam Howell there, which is fun. Uh, I'm going to grab my other quarterback here, which I have Debo and Ayuk. I'm going to reach a little bit. Uh, this is big drafters favorite pick of the draft here, Brock Purdy. I'm just messing with you, man. But um, Purdy, Samuel, Ayuk, I kind of have to, I kind of have to roll the punches here. Um, Colts Broncos, man. <laughs> Colts brought that was a tough one. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have some bad Thursday night games, I think, early in the year. But to be honest with you, the entire month of September is kind of bad football, if we're being honest here. The good teams are gonna stick out, but there's gonna be some bad football here. Uh the disco double. <laughs> oh man, Matt, that that was painful. Um even anchoring your running back or tight end. So there's there's certain running backs that I'm like, yeah, give me the quarterback because like if, if a running back's going to get 50, 60 catches, he's probably, you know, catching three, four, five of those touchdowns, and he can be a big part of that stack here. So, like, a guy like Eckler, I absolutely love getting Justin Herbert with Eckler. I think Barkley, you're looking at Daniel Jones and also trying to stack Darren Waller. That's another one of your tight ends here. Uh, but basically, the idea with stacking, man, is, like, you're, you're really limiting the – what's the word I'm looking for here? But the, the margin of error just becomes a lot smaller when you get a stack. 
Um, ideally, I want I want my primary stack to have like four dudes from the same team, four to five guys. And then I'm always trying to, to wrinkle in that second stack. I think ideally you get two stacks in your team. So for me, I have Jordan Love. I got Watson. I got Jaden Reed. That feels good. That, that feels pretty good. If I can get one more guy or two, I'm happy with that. Uh, with Purdy, I'm pretty much done with the 49ers. I have Purdy, Ayuk, and Debo. That that feels like enough. I don't know if there's another 49er out there worth grabbing. Maybe Jawan Jennings is the last pick. We'll see. Uh, but that one, so that one makes a lot of sense to me. The Gibbs and Montgomery one, because one, they both have a really good chance at scoring a touchdown every week. Um, Gibbs is probably going to have to do it from farther out. So like, like a, you know, like a five, 10, 20 yard touchdown, that's going to be Gibbs's forte, especially receiving. Uh, he's, he's probably going to be seven, eight, 10 touchdowns, maybe seven, eight touchdowns on the season here. But Montgomery's the dude, like I expect Montgomery to get a touchdown almost every other game here. And to be honest, like there's going to be games where they both fall into the end zone. And, and that's another one too. Like, and especially when in, in best ball, like when you're getting these backfields, um, I think the Bears are another one. Like I like getting Khalil Herbert with Roshan Johnson. I like getting Raheem Mostert with with Jeff Wilson. Those guys, you, you combine them together, and and you're, you're looking at maybe I don't know, like maybe maybe double digit touchdowns for these these pairs of running backs, if not more. And and you're locking in almost fifteen hundred yards, especially between Monty and Gibbs. Like Monty costs a seventh round pick Gibbs is a third round pick. You add those together. Like there might be like $2,000 purpose yards there and probably 15 touchdowns. So it, it makes sense. I, I think best ball. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the thing with the thing with Montgomery is he's a better version of Jamal Williams, like Jamal, like going back to the Packers, like Jamal Williams was supposed to be the third back. He was never a great pass catcher. Uh, I'm on the clock right now. I'm going to see if I can grab and they gave it to me. Like I, I'm just, so here you go. Uh, big draft. Like I, I, I just got love. I got my, my Watson, my read, and I got a tight end in there. So that feels pretty good. I don't have a, a Packers running back, but we're just layering. We're just layering that Packers stack here, and that, that stack is pretty much built out. But uh, yeah, man, I, personally, I think Monty's a pretty good pass catching back. And the rumor that I've been seeing out of Detroit is like, they're both going to be on the field quite a bit together. Like, honestly, after Amon Ross St. Brown, like who's their next best pass catcher. It's between Gibbs and Sam Laporta. Like we're not going to see Jamison Williams for six weeks. That's going to give Gibbs and Laporta a nice head start to get some chemistry with Jared Goff and just kind of get loose in this offense. Honestly, I, I like every layer of the lions offense right now. Um, and then we got a deuce Vaughn sighting here in the 15th round. Yeah, stacking running backs is a pretty good move. Um, and, and and at this point now, too, with, with Najee Harris falling to the end of the fourth round, it's tough to get Jalen Warren anymore. But for a while, I, I was getting a lot of Jalen Warren, Najee Harris stacks and, and just filling that out with other Steelers players. It feels pretty good to get those guys. <laughs> uh, Disco brother. Yes, sir. Um, Christian says I can get a different trade package to keep Mixon, Bijan, and put Barkley at flex. I'd imagine trading Hawkinson, Javante. That's a lot. That's a lot to move. Uh, I, I think I'm still probably going in on getting Barkley. And to be honest, in best ball, like we, we draft and we're done, but in a redraft format, like when you draft 15, 16 dudes, like how many of them are going to be on your team by the end of the year? You're going to be lucky if you get eight picks, <laughs> right? So, um, uh, 
I'm up to pick right now. I, I do want some more receivers. I'm going to continue layering in this third stack here. We're going to get Tank Dell, who is a player that, like, I keep getting him. And, and for some reason, like, I was getting him a lot, like, round 20. He kept moving up. He kept moving up. I like him a lot. I think CJ Stroud and everything out of the Texans camp seems to be pretty good. So I'm starting to layer in this Nico Collins tank Dell thing. We'll see if we can get CJ Stroud and tell me why CJ Stroud is falling guys. There's been drafts where he goes round 20. I don't, I, I don't get it. He's going to start 17 games as long as he's healthy. Um, um, and I don't know if that matters. I, I think the biggest difference. So underdog obviously has the playoff format, which is, which is, it, it changes the game because you need to know who's, who's playing weeks 15, 16 and 17. And when you get to those weeks, like you want to, again, limit your margin of error. So that's why stacking becomes stacking becomes really important on underdog and DraftKings. But with, with drafters, I honestly don't see a difference. I honestly don't see a difference because like if the Steelers offense is good, like Najee Harris is getting touchdowns. Jalen Warren is getting touchdowns. Like there's going to be room for both those guys. And who knows, maybe, maybe one game Najee falls in for two touchdowns. The next game, maybe Jalen Warren takes a 20 yard screen pass, you know, something like that. Like there's just so many different ways to be right. And you just want to, the big thing, you, you just want to collect offenses. It's not so much about the individual player. Like you, you need to collect at least two, if not three offenses. And then one of the, um, one of the biggest things that I've been doing is because, like, you guys have done a ton of these drafts, right? Um, we all get sniped at some point, right? Like, you're you're building out, you're building out a CD Lamb, Brandon Cooks thing, and you get sniped on Dak Prescott. Still take Michael Gallup. Still take Jake Ferguson. Still continue building out that Cowboy stack because, again, your margin of error becomes a lot less when you have basically the entire pa- uh, the, the entire passing attack of a team. You don't even need the quarterback. So I still view stacks as when I get, you know, three players on a team and I don't have the QB, that's still to me considered a stack. It's not a primary stack, but it's still a very valuable stack because again, you're, you're just, if there's a touchdown thrown in the Cowboy game, I'm probably getting it with CD cooks and Michael Gallup, even if I have Jake Ferguson. So uh, we'll see what happens, uh, but we're doing good so far. Uh, we're moving into the 17th round. Uh, Nonsense says I can share playoff stacking Excel in our disco. Yeah, do it, man. Any underdog BBM four drafts tonight? Marvin Mo- Marvin Moms is back asking for the underdog. I think this crowd's probably a drafters crowd. Um, honestly, I, I've I have not done a lot of underdog BBM fours. Um, what I do like on underdog is I so for me underdog I love their contests that are. Um, time boxed where it's like they're going to fill in a matter of three, four days. Cause it's like this one fraction of time where like the ADP is the ADP. You're not getting these deals that like in the million two here, you're getting guys that drafted teams in May and June and you got um, incredible value or players were injured and things like that. Uh, for me, I, I like drafting an underdog and getting in those time boxed contests that only last, you know, three, four days. I also lo- I love their super flex contests. I, I, drafters did one last year. I don't know if they're going to do one this year, but it, they, they, they should do it. I, I'm kind of disappointed. I think last year they did one for like five bucks and that was pretty fun. Um, this year they just have the two main ones and then they did launch that, uh, the $250 contest, which is nice. I, I just, I'm not super excited about it. You know, um, for me, I'd rather do for $250. I'd rather do, you know, 
10, 11, 12 drafts in the 20 instead of a 250 contest. Uh, flex your lineups. Awesome. Thank you, man. I'm watching a drafters can get similar insights. Yeah, no, no problem. And the biggest, I mean, underdogs clearly half PPR drafters is full PPR, but I, I think a lot of the, the brain power is the same. Like stacking is important. You want to limit your margin of error. And uh, I think underdog week 17, 16, those weeks matter a ton. Um, whereas in drafters, it's more about building the stack. Like that's the most important thing for me is building the stacks. Yeah, I, don't, I hope they have one more bullet in them because I did miss – I think I missed both of them. I wasn't available for them, and I missed, like, the first, like, day of them, and they just – they just they, those Pomeranians fly like hotcakes. But uh, I did I, – I was able to get two, two underdog Superflex contests in this year, and I was able to max those, and uh, it's a lot of fun. But uh, anyways, this draft's ending almost soon here. If you guys want to join in the next one, I mean, I, we can keep the stream running. Uh, I don't mind. And uh, we'll see what we can build out here. I, I, I've been able to build out three decent stacks here. I have the Packers, 49ers, and the Houston Texans stack. I do need some more tight ends. I think at this point, I really don't care. Dawson Knox is falling a little bit too far. I should probably just grab him. He's the top player on the board. I could grab John Mechie and just continue to commit to the stack. And you know what? That's what we're going to do. Um, I do like Robert Woods a lot. I, I I'm just going to continue to build my stack though. Um, Robert Woods did go already. Yeah. He went uh, here 202, but my receivers look pretty good. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that. And yeah, man, like it up. Thank you guys. I appreciate it a lot. I'm trying to hit a thousand subscribers by, I set a goal back in like May or June to hit a thousand subs uh, by Detroit, Kansas city kickoff. And we just passed 900 yesterday. So we're on our way. I appreciate it. Nonsense. Um, I'm going to be doing during the regular season. I do a lot of live streams. I'll, I'll be doing waiver wire talk. I'll be doing um, start sit, you know, live streams. And then I, I do plan on doing like a Sunday morning live stream as well. So we will be continuing the live streams, but man, oh man, like best ball is best ball. Is so good. Best ball is so fun. I'm curious what the, the chat take is on this personally. I, I'm probably underweight TJ Hawkinson. I'm not, I'm not super into him at ADP. I, I think last year he was inflated by volume. This year they go out and get Jordan Addison, which I think most people would agree Addison is an upgrade over Adam Thielen, and that could eat into some of TJ Hawkinson's targets. I'm still projecting TJ Hawkinson to be the number two target in Minnesota, but for me, like it's it's tough to pay the price for Hawkinson. He's starting to fall into the fifth round, which is nicer, but like – you know, he, he's been traditionally a late fourth round pick and, and I've been kind of eating some of the other values here. Uh, I don't hate Hawkinson. Um, usually I prefer getting Hawkinson on my Justin Jefferson team. So that's probably been the build that I've got him the most in so far. Um, but with Hawkinson, to me, I just, I don't see a difference between Hawkinson and Darren Waller, or to be honest, Dallas Goddard, Dallas Goddard last year, through 10 weeks, he was second. I think he was second in tight end yards per game. <clears throat> the dude was on a pace for almost a thousand yards receiving. And before he got injured, like Devonta Smith, really, he was an underwhelming player in fantasy football. He was like wide receiver 30. And uh, when Goddard went down, I traded for Devonta Smith right away. because that, that was the value I was looking for. And it turned out working really well for Devonta Smith. But I think the Cobb 
of the Eagles offense. Like you want AJ Brown, Devonta Goddard. That's, that's been what I've been attacking here. Um, uh, yes, sir. You can use the fellow KGB. There might be a link in the description for you. Uh, it should be in the description. Yes, sir. We love the drafters, man. If you haven't done the drafters, they, they still have their $3 contest, which is honestly, that's like eating like almonds or something to me. I just, I just munch on threes. I think I burned my $3 drafts. In the, I was done with drafting those in, in the first week of August. So the $3 drafts is the fun way to just get a lot of volume in. And then these 20 drafts lately has, has been my focus. But I'm on deck here. I got pretty good running backs. Eckler, Barkley, Monty, Kamara, and Gibson. I wouldn't mind one more here. I do have Schultz and Musgrave. I do need another tight end. I mean, I could slap on Likely, which is not a bad pick. If Mark Andrews goes down, we got something. Even if Andrews doesn't go down, I think he's going to emerge you know, every now and then for a touchdown. So I'm going to grab Likely here to build out my tight end depth. Schultz, Musgrave, Likely. It's a weaker tight end group, but I think it can work. We have three QBs, Love, Purdy, Stroud, and we got five decent running backs, and we got a ton of wide receivers here. So I think my last picks can be running back or wide receiver. I honestly don't know if I need another running back. Eckler, Barkley, Monty, Kamara, and Gibson feels pretty strong. My receivers are a little bit light. Debo, Watson, Ayuk, Pickens, Nico, Jaden Reed, Tank Dell, and John Mechie. Um, nothing else really fits my mold here. Uh, yeah, man, let's do another drafters after this. Hopefully Marvin can get in there too. Uh, this one, we're going to do a walk-off pick for disco. We're going to do a walk-off disco pick here. Hopefully he's still in the chat. I just, I don't have anything else left to stack here. And I've clicked him a few times here, but round 20 Demario Douglas, we'll take a shot on him and, and we'll finish our draft here. So this is, this was a good layered one. I, I ended up getting three stacks. I got Jordan Love, Brock Purdy, and CJ Stroud. I layered it three deep with the QBs. Eckler, Barkley, Monty, Kamara, and Antonio Gibson. None of my running backs are stacked with my QBs, but I feel really good about that running back group. I think that's going to be uh, a lot of times I'm going to be flexing either Monty or Kamara or even Gibson some weeks. Uh, but my receivers is where we really layer it in with the quarterbacks. We've got Debo and Ayuk paired with Purdy. I got Watson and Jaden Reed paired with Jay Love. I have Tank Dell, Mechie, and Nico Collins paired with Stroud. And we got a wild George Pickens and Demario Douglas. Schultz is paired with CJ Stroud and Luke Musgrave here with, with Jordan Love and then a random Isaiah Likely. So we, we ended up doing pretty good. Um, and then let's see Nonsense's team real quick. I, I do, before I review that, do you guys want to hop into the next one? I don't know what the queue's at. Um, I'm going to hop into this next one, guys. If you guys want to draft one more, let's go ahead and, and join this fast draft. It looks like there's a few spots left here, so hopefully y'all can make it. It should feel pretty quickly. Uh, but nonsense, man. He he was a he's a wild man. He uh, he ended up getting a really nice Detroit Lions stack. Uh, his QBs: Jared Goff, Pickett, Howell. I don't know about you guys personally, but I I really like the three QB build because if one QB gets hurt, I always like to have a spare. Um, so Goff, Pickett, Howell. Looks pretty good to me. Sam Howell has been one of those guys rising up the board. Same with Pickett here. I don't mind paying these prices because you got a deal on Goff. Ramondre, a, a pretty good price on Ramondre for being honest, but Damien Pierce, Rashad White, Jay Warren, Deuce Vaughn, Deion Jackson. I really like the top three guys here. You'll get some contributions from Warren, and then we'll see about Deuce and Dion. They probably need some injuries to break their way. Uh, looks like our draft is starting here. Uh, let's see what we got here. 
Did not nonsense got in there already. Uh, this draft starts in a minute. Let me finish revol- uh, reviewing here. Uh, these receivers, though, A.J. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, D.J. Moore, Jahan Dotson, Elijah Moore, and then we got some late-round flyers in Tillman, Diami Brown, Josh Reynolds here, so he builds out that Detroit stack. Pat Daddy, all the tight ends are stacked. All the tight ends are stacked here, so this looks pretty good, my man. It's three layers deep. It's three layers deep, man. That's pretty good. I, I, I like what you did. Turned out pretty good. Uh, Musgrave and Rita ADP kind of worried about Watson because I think, and yeah, that's, um, so I'll, so I'm, um, I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I've, I've grew up in Green Bay. I've watched the Packers all my life. My family has season tickets, love the Packers, excited about Jordan Love. Watson's going to be a great player. He just needs to continue to develop as a receiver. That's his only thing. And in the preseason, they're scheming him ways to get open, which is nice. But man, oh man, like Musgrave freaking pops. Like, I, I think, I think he, dude, like in, in your redraft leagues, if you wanted to wait for like a, a rookie tight end duo of like Kincaid and Musgrave, another one I like is, is Ferguson and Musgrave. Like, I think Musgrave could be like a four to five target guy. He just needs to stay healthy. That was his thing in college, right? Like he just, he couldn't stay healthy, but Musgrave right now looks the part. Sure, the Packers are going to have their their bumps and bruises, but it looks really good for Musgrave. And to be honest, like Jordan Reed might be better than than Romeo Dobbs. We'll see. Do you think there's a chance without stacking at all, or getting us up in the foot with that strategy in drafts? You can try it because it's going to make you unique. And hold on, we get Justin Jefferson at at 102 here. The rare Justin Jefferson 102. Just want to take a moment here and just soak this in. We'll run this pick in here for another 10 seconds, but. Rarely do you get the JJ at the 102. It looks like we're going to have fun with this draft here, and we'll see what nonsense done us at three. I think there's room to create a team that doesn't have stack. It, it's to be honest, like it's really hard to to draft a whole team where you just get all different players from the same team. You're probably going to have at some point you're going to draft a receiver and a tight end from the same team. You're going to draft a running back and a receiver from the same team. So I, I do think it's difficult to 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 do something. Um, but even if you if you don't stack your QBs. Like I was saying before, like I still consider it a stack if you get two to three players from the same team without the QB. So there should be layers to it. And again, it's about creating that that less margin of error that I think is really important. So, Tim, it's an interesting theory. And to be honest with you, like I've done so many drafts that like I probably have some teams where I didn't stack very well. And I'm interested to see how it goes. I'm excited to track these teams. But I, I do think stacking is is probably the best way to go. Um, and, and I, I would try to do that as, as much as I can, but yeah, I got the two nonsense, got the three. Did Tim get in here? Um, let me know if, if these are any of your guys' usernames, let me know, uh, in here. Try Raymond over Reynolds if you do it again. I think people are still... so Raymond, I've, I've grabbed a couple round 20 Raymonds. I, I think the first week you're Marvin Jones is still there. I, I don't like grabbing Marvin Jones, but the first four, six games, like he could be a decent guy, but Raymond is the number four on paper without Jamison Williams. And the thing about Raymond is like, he's a good special teamer. Like they, they paid him good money to be their special teams return man. So, you know, he could, if he pops off, you know, a punt return or two for a touchdown, he's, he's a guy that could play in the slot for them. You know, injuries happen. Like we, we could see Raymond on the field. So when I do get, um, when I do get Raymond, I do get uh, a little bit of, uh, I do get a little bit of, uh, Raymond in my Detroit stacks. Um, but uh, anyways, here. Um, 
Yeah, dude. Like, uh, I was just looking through my ADPs uh, earlier today, and like, I got Musgrave like in the two hundreds. Like, it just feels so good. It feels so good to look back at some of these ADPs and hit. Got him at three once. Almost cried. <laughs> it's a celebration. Uh, and I respect it, but for me, like, it's so it's so rare to get like these are randomized drafts, right? Like it's so rare to get the first overall pick in one of these things. I think you just have to take your Justin Jefferson shares. Cause you're not guaranteed to get him, you know, like at, at six, like you can get almost anybody you want at one one, you only get one chance at Justin Jefferson at two. You only get one chance for Jamar chase. So I kind of stick to ADP there when I get those picks, the running, like, personally like hurts hurts to me if i don't get aj brown or devonta smith like i'm clicking dallas goddard all the time i'm trying to get swift Gainwell. i'm trying to get the running backs in there you know and and sometimes quest Watkins looks good in the in the 20th uh but for sure i think fields a rich ritter those guys naked i like to call them naked qbs uh but i'm up to pick here i don't click a lot of derrick henry guys I do not click a lot of Derrick Henry. I'm going to try something different. No, because I'm, I'm not going to get Sky Moore back to me here. I'm, I'm going to take T Higgins from the Jamar Chase guy. Um, Fumagalli's. All right. Yeah, if you've ever been, I don't know if you've ever been to Lambeau Field, um, but it is truly like a magical place, man. Like it, uh, my family's had season tickets there forever. Uh, I, I try to go to a game or two per year. It's a lot of fun. It's literally in the middle of the suburbs. That's what's cool about it. Like it's just that the houses around Lambo are just all Airbnb out, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't make it. Dang it. It's in a different draft. Yeah. That, that one filled quick. And, and right now, man, like you're seeing these drafters drafts really start to fill up fast. I'm back on the clock. They threw Derrick Henry around the corner to me. They threw Derrick Henry around the corner to me, Marvin Moms. This is one – he might be – this is one PPR pick. I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm torn. I love clicking DK Metcalf here. I don't have a lot of Derrick Henry, but I'll ride with Derrick Henry here for the chat. Um, all right. Which, which game are you trying to go to nonsense? Packers got some good teams coming their way. Uh, unfortunately, um, so the Packers, they divide their season ticket package up because, um, the games used to be in Milwaukee. So there's like a, I think two games go to Milwaukee season ticket holders every year. And this year they're going to get the lions on Thursday night football. And then they're going to get the chargers game, which is the game that I really wanted to go to. Uh, but we do get the chiefs coming to town. That's going to be a fun one. I think that's on a Sunday night game. So there's, there's some good games at Lambeau this year. And my, my thing with Henry is like I have him ranked like RB7 or RB8. I like him. I just, I'm super concerned about the offensive line. Uh, it's one of the bottom-ranked offensive lines in pretty much any, any ranking you go look up. Like they're one of the bottom offensive lines. Uh, but I also think like Tajay Spears might be their pass catching back. Like I don't, I don't know. Henry round three, I'm into it. Um, otherwise, like I, DK Metcalf falling here pretty hard. Pretty hard. Um, so my thing with DK Metcalf is he was wide receiver 15 last year. He had a career high receptions, career high in targets. They're, they're letting him evolve his route tree. They can get him open on, on, on short and passing routes, which is nice. Uh, but he only caught six touchdowns. He's traditionally a double digit touchdown guy. So 
for him to finish wide receiver 15 last year with the volume that he got and to be low on touchdowns, I think for me, like when I can get Metcalf at my wide receiver three, that that is ridiculous. He shouldn't. He, he's a top 24 wide receiver. I think anyone will tell you that um, wide receiver two. He still even looks good. But when I collect teams and I put Metcalf at my wide receiver three, I think Metcalf's going to beat any other team's wide receiver three. And that's where I really, really like DK Metcalf. So for me, he's been one of my popular when I go three wide receiver builds. I really like taking Metcalf at the one or two. When I'm, in the, when I'm in the one or two, I usually take Metcalf as my third receiver because I feel like that's going to be pretty dirty. Um, nice. <laughs> uh, my all all of all of my tickets are accounted for man they, they like we as soon as the nfl schedule release comes out we have like a huge family chat and they all they all get gobbled up um walker charmaine lockett jason metcalf fans i am still I, i'm still in I, metcalf is a people forget metcalf's really good guys um one thing that really stuck out to me is i don't know if you guys ever look on next gen stats but i was hanging out on next gen stats looking at metcalf's routes and like his his lines and the way that they're getting him the ball has totally evolved from his rookie year. Like he is developing into a really nice receiver. And if you're telling me JSN might not be himself for the first, like he might be on the pup list. We don't we don't really know. And honestly, like the 49ers defense is terrifying, but like the Cardinals, name another player on the Cardinals defense besides Buda Baker. The Rams defense, name another player besides Aaron Donald. Like he's gonna eat in those games. Um, and, and I just think everything that I've seen coming out of the Seahawks camp is that like Gino to DK, it looks really, really crisp. So, and that's an, and the other take with Metcalf is like, when I can get Metcalf at my wide receiver three, that is a value. Like putting guys in your, in your roster positions, I think is, is a really good take. Like Mike Williams here for not great Bob as his wide receiver three looks really good. I think, I think Mike Williams could be a top 24 wide receiver. Uh, but when you all of a sudden put a really good player at your number two running back or your number three receiver, that shouldn't be there. Like that's creating some value. Um, really wish I could have went dimes or Richardson over. Um, I love drafting uh, Daniel Dimes and Anthony Richardson here. Jerry Judy, Brees Hall, Justin Fields, McLaurin. This is kind of an ugly zone here. I don't want to click Brees Hall yet. Um, I'm just I'm gonna get a guy that I'm super bullish on. That's Deontay Johnson and the Steelers Steelers offense here. Uh, that that so that um, Disco made a, a good comment earlier asking about like stacking running backfields, and I think Henry Tajay is another one. And Tajay late that it's pretty free and it feels pretty good to get him um man joe burrow went so early at 40 henry jj higgins deontay i'm fighting for my flex right now i i could take Brees, but i kind of want to run it empty here uh I, i'm just i'm gonna collect aaron jones as my rb2 i know he's healthy i know i know he's gonna be okay uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> It's all good, man. It's all good. There, there's, there's no competing, man. We're all, we're all just hanging out, dude. What else are we supposed to do on this Friday night? We're all just hanging out. Um, personally, I, I like Justin Fields, but I, 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 I don't mind, especially in a best ball format. I, I totally don't mind waiting for QB. Um, so to me, I want to continue building out my running backs and wide receivers. Don't get me wrong. I, I have shares of Justin Fields. 
but a lot of them were before that stupid first preseason game where Justin Fields was falling, you know, into the middle of the fifth. Back in the day, you could get DJ Moore and Justin Fields on the same team, and now now it seems it seems almost impossible to get DJ Moore and Justin Fields on the same team without reaching aggressively. Like I've seen people do Jay Fields and DJ Moore at the three four turn, um, but. I think that's I think that's a bit rich. Back in the day, though, used to be able to get Fields and DJ Moore here, and that's traditionally where I like to get Justin Fields. Um, when I get DJ Moore, I'm usually looking for Fields. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to continue to try and, and leave other outs for stacks. So, I, by me taking Aaron Jones here, there's at least four or five other Packers that allow me to take players with the Steelers too. I don't expect George Pickens to fall to me, but there's still another handful of Steelers that could fall to me. We'll see what we can what we can do. Yeah, man. I so um, I was at a bachelor party that weekend, and it was split. We went to Galena, Illinois, and it was like fifteen dudes. Half were Packer fans, half were Bears fans. So we watched the Packer game Friday night. Jordan Love throws a touchdown to, to Romeo Dobbs, and like we're all giving them shit. And then the next day, like we see we're watching this game with the Bears fans, and it was it was too much, man. Like taking these screens to the house. Like they acted like they won the super bowl. It was, it was, it was, it was insane. It was was insane. And then, yeah, now like Khalil Herbert jumped, what 30 picks. Like he Khalil Herbert was going in the 10th round and now you have to get him in the top 100 if you want him. So um, that's why Marvin. So like in those, um, in those underdog time box contests, that's where like, I'll take, I'll take some of those guys that are, moving up boards because like their ADP, like it's just a four to five day window where you can collect ADPs and then, and then it doesn't matter. But like in a drafters million two where people were getting Herbert, people were getting Herbert round 12, 13, May, June, and into July. And, and now it's a little bit steep to, to pay for those prices. Um, and we do have a Jahan Dotson sighting here, 59th overall, Terry McLaurin still being drafted kind of where he was before his, his toe thing. Uh, but Jahan Dotson, my oh my, is, he's moving up boards, and then he did grab George Pickens here. So uh, you do get a nice little Waller dip. Waller at sixty three feels like like decent value. But um, but yeah, my my thing with Fields, I, I didn't mean Fields is ugly personally. I just there there was a lot of names like Jerry Judy was on the board, Brees, like a lot of injured players were on the board there. Um, so I went with guys that uh, were not injured at the time. But Fields, Fields has got that top three, top five upside. I don't think he's going to like, I've seen a lot of people say that, oh, he's going to do, like, he's got, he's got his wide receiver one. It's going to be what, what, what Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown did last year. I don't think it's going to be that. It's not going to be that, but uh, I do expect Fields and the Bears offense to be pretty good TV, uh, (laughs) to say the least. I think it's going to be fun to watch those, uh, those, those Chicago Bears this year. Uh, But I'm almost up to pick. we got some falling vets here, Marquise, Lockett, Evans, George Kittle. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't been drafting a lot of George Kittle this year. Um, sounds like he's got an adductor strain. That's what they've been calling it. Uh, me, I'm up to pick again. Um, I got Henry and Aaron Jones. I'm fine with that. I do want to grab J.K. Dobbins right at ADP. I, I think Dobbins is one of those guys that he's in a contract year. He's been pissed off about his contract. I'll collect him here. Um, I was buying a lot of Dobbins and he was an eighth round pick two weeks ago before the PUP thing. So that's, that's pretty fun there, but we're having uh, we're having a decent draft here. Three receivers, 
three running backs, Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, J.K. Dobbins. We've got J.J. Higgins and Deontay at the receiver spots. Uh, nonsense here, having a fun draft. He's got two elite QBs, Josh Allen and Trevor Lawrence. He's got Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, Drake London, and T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, Miles Sanders falls here. Um, so Pittman and Anthony Richardson. I was looking at some – like. I'm curious what you guys think of the Anthony Richardson stuff from last night. He did not throw the ball very well, but he looks, he, he looks pretty good as a runner, which excites me quite a bit. Um, but with Pittman, this would be a time where I could grab Michael Pittman here and set up the Anthony Richardson. Cause I, I basically, I'm going to get Anthony Richardson here at 98, but I think what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take Jordan Addison and, and kind of continue to build out my, my Minnesota Vikings thing that I got here just gets me another exposure to Minnesota. Uh, I, I think Addison's pretty exciting here. So I'm going to continue to build that out. But yeah, like Pittman, especially at this range, like that's where he looks good because you can easily stack him with Anthony Richardson. And the, th the, thing, with, the thing with Pittman is he's going to be on the field a lot. He's not coming off the field. He's going to be their leading target man, but he's going he's gonna to be up and down. I think in a best ball format, that's where he looks best. Redraft leagues, I, I don't think you're going to feel good starting him every weekend. That's probably going to be pretty frustrating, like a roller coaster. But I best ball, man, like Pittman was made for best ball. But I can't remember where it was. Um, it was probably on Twitter. But uh, I saw a stat where, like, QBs that run the ball primarily, like, their, their wide receiver one is typically a wide receiver four in fantasy football. Other, other QBs, like rookie QBs, their wide receiver one is usually ending up around wide receiver 36. So I think there's more value to be had when you're drafting CJ Stroud's receivers. There's more value to be had when you're drafting Bryce Young's receivers. And then is there any other rookie? I can't think of, maybe I'm missing another, another rookie QB, but um, I like Pittman. I'm, I'm not crazy about him at ADP. Um. That's that. That's what I'm thinking. Like personally, I'm not super excited about Alexander Madison, and especially in one of these contests where I mentioned like it's people have been drafting these since beginning of May. Alexander Madison used to be a tenth, ninth round pick back in May here, so it's um, it's it's tough to take him at his ADP when people have gobbled him up in May and June in the tenth, eleventh round. Uh, I personally don't think the Vikings are going to be they won so many tough close games last year. They're, they're probably more of like a 10, 11 win team this year at best. I think their defense is not very good. They're going to have to throw the ball. I think they're going to have to just unload passes with Kirk cousins. And, and that excites me about the Vikings offense. So personally, when I get a Justin Jefferson start, I'm looking for Addison. I'll collect TJ Hawkinson if I can. Um, and then the other thing I'll do, I'll grab, I'll grab KJ Osborne. I'll also grab uh, Ty Chandler late. And I, I think Ty Chandler, no matter what you feel about the Vikings RB2, uh, I feel pretty confident in projecting Ty Chandler to be the the like the third down back of all the other backs on the field. I think Kenny Nwongwu is an interesting player, uh, but he's more of a special teams. If you go, if you go look at Ty Chandler's uh, college backfield uh, numbers and things like that, he was a really good receiving back. Like that, that's his job. Um, and he did look, he, he looks like the clear RB2 based on preseason usage. So uh, I'm, I'm slowly interested into the, uh, the Vikings passing attack, but we're moving into 
the eighth round here. It looks like Nonsense is building a LA Rams stack. We'll pay attention. He's got he's got uh, he's got some uh, interesting Jaguars and Rams on his team. So I think I know one of his picks coming up, but we'll see if, if we can get him. Uh, eighth round picks. You got James Conner, Elijah Moore, Rashad White, Kyle Pitts. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think of Kyle Pitts, but he's starting to get pretty appetizing at his ADP, eighth round ADP. Uh, Ty's luck of the guy, but do yourself a favor and watch Big Dwayne. I, I love Big Dwayne, but he he cannot be trusted in pass protection. That's that's his downfall. I think if Madison were to go down, you're probably going to see um, you're, you're probably going to see a running back by committee. Like you're going to see Dwayne, Nuangu, and Chandler all get opportunities. Uh, I like I like Dwayne a lot, but he's he's still a seventh round pick. I think Chandler was a fifth round pick. Uh, I'm still going to side with with Ty Chandler here, and especially in a full PPR format where I think Chandler's got that role locked up. That feels pretty good to me. Um, but we're on the clock here. Um, I guess I will Bateman shoot. I'm not super in love with a lot of these players here. I'm just I'm going to grab the running back that I like Antonio Gibson. Gibson's been kind of catnip for me at this eight, nine turn. I think full PPR Gibson's going to be pretty good. And don't get me wrong. I like Nguyen. Like Nguyen in the in the 20th round feels really, really nice. Uh, nonsense. I'm going to give you Evan Ingram here. I'll throw you a bone, especially I, I like to be, here's a, here's a PSA. I like to be kind to my neighbors. I don't like to steal their stacks because if I'm not stealing their stacks, they're not stealing my stacks. And then just as the board continues to go down, like I know, I know this player is going to take this team. I know he's going to know I'm going to take this team. It just, it kind of fits. So if he takes Evan Ingram there, there he goes. So um, yeah. And Dwayne, Dwayne's a good runner. Like, don't get me wrong. And, and do it. It's, it's kind of the law that I live by for best ball. Like if you respect your neighbor, so like me being next to Matumbo and nonsense, if, as long as I stick to my builds and I don't compete with them, like we're not going to snipe each other. So like, I, I know that I probably know tank Bigsby's on his list coming up, like, you know, stuff like that. So like, for me, I, I tend to stay in my lane and uh, honestly, like DraftKings, it gets a little stupid because nobody really pays any attention to rules there, but uh, I'm a huge etiquette guy. I like sticking to my teams and, you know, if I'm drafting next to somebody and I see they're building something, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let them, I'm going to let them build it. So Traylon Burke should be a wide receiver one on the Titans dude for, um, for a while there before D hop signed, like I love Traylon Burks. I, I did get a good amount of Traylon Burks in the seventh round and I'm still going to continue to build out my Burks uh, shares because ninth round Traylon Burks, it's, it's not a serious injury. It's, it, it is a ligament injury to the knee, but Traylon Burks is good. Like we know he's good. He had battled through injuries last year, but he showed flashes. And by all accounts, like it, it, it seemed like Titans camp was loving Traylon Burks this summer. How about Ash? Uh, who we, who's Ash? Who are we talking about? Ash, Ash and one. Um, this guy is sick right now. Um, uh, yes, sir. It's, it's the Midwestern charm. It's the Midwestern charm. Um, Hopkins, Hopkins has burned me in the past because I've, I've been I've been kind of just staying off Hopkins the last two years with the Cardinals. I didn't buy a lot of Hopkins last year because of the of the suspension. 
Personally, I don't like to buy players with six game suspensions on drafters because drafters were playing a full 17 weeks. And when you have a player that's out for a third of those games already, it, it makes it hard for your team to get to where it needs to go and be a top scoring team. Um, but Hopkins, I think he still has something. I think he's more of a wide receiver three player on your on your roster. If you can get him as your wide receiver four, that's great. Uh, but for the most part, like dude's being drafted right now, end of the third round, and uh, wide receiver two. I don't know if I like it. I like it as a wide receiver three though. I think that's probably the best spot for him. Kyle Phillips is good, dude. He's got a little injury right now, but I, I like Kyle Phillips a lot. Last year. He just couldn't stay healthy. He got hurt right away. Uh, I think he's a good slot receiver. He he reminds me of Adam Humphreys. I don't know if you guys remember Adam Humphreys, but Humphreys had some big seasons in Tampa Bay. He had a decent season in Tennessee. I think I, I think that could be the guy. And then, yeah, um, Okonkwo, man. Okonkwo is, is a sleeper right now. He's Yeah, he's always there. Let's look at Ashen's team here. Jay Fields, Tua. Joe Mixon, Pacheco, Tyreek, Waddle, Evans, Najigba, and Mark Andrews. So he's got the nasty Miami stack, which looks pretty good. Um, and we'll see if he can continue to build out this team. But this is off to a good start. Fields and Tua feels really nice. Mixon and Pacheco feels like it's enough to hold down the top two RB spots. And then receiver room looks good. Like, I have my questions on Evans and Najigba, but uh, otherwise this is a pretty pretty sturdy build. It's looking pretty good. Um, uh, we got uh, we got uh, a game brewing here. We got the 49ers offense on the field. I'm going to go check this out and see what kind of stats we got brewing. Uh, 49ers and Chargers are, are just kicking off right now. It looks like it looks like Brock Purdy's got the ball. Uh, I'm going to click on the game cast and see what kind of stats we get. Uh, I'm on the clock right now, though. I waited for it. Nonsense got his uh, nonsense got his his Zay Jones here lined up perfectly, and uh, good neighbors are good neighbors. I'm going to collect Kirk Cousins to be my wide or my QB one. Uh, we got Jefferson, Addison, and now Kirk Cousins. Uh, it looks like Brock Purdy's playing right now. Um, four six, 62 yards. Brandon Ayuk with a 35 yard catch. Jordan Mason gets the start. One for 13 as a receiver. Three eleven as a rusher. Um, Use check Debo and Kittle's playing. That's good news for Kittle. Kittle had been out with an adductor strain, but it looks good now. So that might be a value that we have to start to, to, to take here at the end of the sixth round. But Brock Purdy moving the ball against the Chargers. I think the Chargers are, oh, Brandon Ayuk to the two. So we'll monitor that in a second. Uh, I'm on the clock. Um, I just want to look around and see what else is available. Njoku, Gino, Boyd. I'm not in love with this board for sure. This one gets kind of ugly here. I do need a tight end. I don't see one that sticks out. Uh, I, I'm just going to take Tyler Boyd. I have a T. Higgins thing going on. Honestly, Matumbo should have probably taken him because he's got uh, Jamar Chase. But uh, it's kind of just that margin of error concept where – Joe Burrow throws a touchdown. I probably got a 50% chance of catching it with Boyd or Higgins. I personally don't love, I don't love them, but uh, the Eagles backfield, man, is such a conundrum. I don't know how it's going to shake out. I think it's going to be frustrating. It's going to be frustrating all season, honestly. Um, and, and the way that I've been playing it is it's probably going to be a war of attrition. It's, <laughs> 
it's probably going to be a war of attrition. Um, Gainwell is one of those guys. Like, if I go show you my ADP on Gainwell, I have my bags packed in the 14th round. In the ones, it might be one. I think my ADP might be 158 for Gainwell. Um, Long term, I think Gainwell is going to be the guy you need for December because Penny doesn't stay healthy. Penny doesn't stay healthy. Jandre Swift only plays 13 games a year. There's going to be, and it seems like the roles are pretty clear. Uh, it seems like the roles are pretty clear here. It looks like Jordan Mason fumbled at the one yard line here for the 49ers, but uh, I think the roles are pretty clear for the Eagles. You're going to see on first and second down, you're going to see DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny out there. I do think Gainwell and Swift are going to mix in on third downs, but it's it sure sounds like from the preseason usage as well as the training camp reports that Gainwell is going to be the guy that they trust in hurry up offense in two minute off, uh, offense situations. So end of the first half, end of games. It sounds like Gainwell's kind of got their trust, and it's also because like Penny and Swift just haven't been there before. Gainwell's entering his third season, so he should be the guy that they trust the most. They also trust Boston Scott uh, a lot, so I like. Round 11 Gainwell, I'm still nipping shares here. Uh, I am finally starting to buy DeAndre Swift because he's in the eighth round. At one point, he was in the sixth round. So I'm starting to get more I'm starting to get more Gainwell, more Swift. Um, you got snipped on McKinnon. Were you building um, – uh, that's okay. I, th I think Gainwell is probably just as good as a pick. Um. That's that's the most important thing is, one, I personally don't think Sanders is that great of a running back. I think he's a decent running back that just benefited from a really good system last year, and that's what got him paid for Carolina. Sanders is not a good passing pass-catching back. Um, Gainwell can do it, though. Gainwell can pass pro. He can short yardage. He, Gainwell can kind of do everything. He's kind of like a jack-of-all-trades. So when, when push comes to shove, like they played Gainwell down the stretch. He had some decent games the last three, four games into the playoffs. So I, I think they trust Gainwell. And as far as like 11th round picks go, like we're going to be lucky if this guy scores for us five, six times. So Gainwell could score five or six touchdowns. He could fall in. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm in on the Gainwell. Just have no RBs. Um, you got some running backs. You got, you got acres, Herbert and Gainwell. You're going to have to probably bang two of them here. Uh, but I, I don't know why Jamal Williams is falling. Um, his ADP seems a little bit weird to me. The fact that he's falling this late in the 12th round, I personally don't get it. Um, I do need to start looking at my team and figuring out what I'm going to do with this roster. I don't have a tight end yet. Um, I would like to maybe start to build out my secondary stack. We'll see what we can do here. Uh, we'll see what nonsense does here with his, uh, with his 12th round pick. He's KJ Osborne just went Ashen stole my guy here. So, uh, that would have been my pick here if I can get another another wide receiver, but it is what it is. We'll start to build out that other stack here pretty soon, though. I have two options that I that I wouldn't mind grabbing here on the turn, but we'll see what nonsense does before I announce my picks. Uh, and it does look like um, the 49ers did fumble the ball on the goal line. Jordan Mason fumbled it. Ayuk got him down there though to the two. I love Brandon Ayuk this year. I think he's I think he's really good. Uh, one of my favorite players, Tyler Algier. That's a, that's a, that's a fun pick there. Uh, I'm on the board right now. I'm going to, I'm going to lean into it. I'm going to lean into it. What is love? We got Jordan love, Aaron Jones and Romeo Dobbs now. And then we got one more pick to go. 
at this point, I mean, I have I have a nice Viking stack. I have a nice Packer stack. I don't know if I need to to force anything at this point. I do need a tight end though pretty soon. But um, personally, I'm not seeing one that sticks out on the board here at the top. Uh, I do like the value at QB here. Like Derek Carr is a pretty good value. I think it's a good value. Running back Elijah Mitchell, I don't hate. I like Rashawn Johnson quite a bit. I don't draft a lot of Damien Harris because I draft a, a, a little bit more Latavius Murray late. Uh, wide receivers at this point, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just, I'm just gonna do it. ADP be damned. ADP be damned. Um, just gonna continue to hammer home that Packers stack. Jordan Love, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed, and Aaron Jones. Um, <laughs> um, Toure, that's a name that uh, I haven't seen drafted very often. Uh, Packer fans do like Samari Toure. He is, uh, he's a guy that built his, he rebuilt his body this offseason. He gained a lot of muscle and weight and he looks really good. He's also, he's also a special teams contributor and he's pretty much locked into the number four role. So like if anything happens to Watson, Dobbs or Reed, Toure is going to step into three wide receiver sets. Um, I, I'm not sure who the fifth receiver is in Green Bay. I think it's this undrafted guy named Malik Heath, who's been making a lot of plays in preseason and practice. Uh, but the Packers stack, man, it's pretty cheap. And if you go look at the, I don't know if you got time nonsense, but if you take a peek at the Packers schedule, it's it's pretty favorable. <laughs> uh, I, I like the NFC North schedule quite a bit this year. I think all NFC North teams are fun teams to, to target in your stacks here. And, I think um, I, I think Jaden Reed is – we might be one, two, three weeks into the year and we're like, Jaden Reed is really good. Um, he was the guy that I was pretty excited when the Packers drafted him out of Michigan State because he, he we didn't have a body like him. And to be honest, he, he kind of reminds me of Jahan Dotson in a way. Uh, he's, he's just really good doing everything, and he's got a nose for the end zone, really good with his hands, great route running. Uh, I, th I think the Packers offense might surprise some people. And I think the biggest takeaway with the Packers is they were, like, we were so bad last year. Like Aaron Rodgers was not good. He had a broken thumb. He didn't have receivers. The offense was a bottom 10 unit. I think with Jordan love, they can, they can equal that and they can maybe even be better. If the, if the Packers are an average offense, all of our best ball teams are going to hit, you know, if, if they're a bad offense, we lose, but the bet is that we think they're going to be closer to average than like a bottom five, bottom 10 team, which I think a lot of people, especially Bears fans, they, they hate Jordan Love. They don't want him to be good. Uh, I, th I think Jordan Love has a decent chance at being good. Um, and hopefully this year he can kind of just settle in and be a good starter for us. Yeah. Yeah. John, dude, John Dotson was one of my favorite receivers coming out. Uh, he was actually um, – during the like the months of like February and March, I do a lot of Packer mock drafts on my YouTube channel, and I, I was really hoping we could get Jahan Dotson in that draft, but Washington knew what was up. Um, I have uh, Marvin. I got I got a good amount of Mar uh, Michael Wilson, and what sucks now is like the dude was a round twenty pick not too long ago, and and he's kind of gaining steam. I don't know what to do with the Cardinals quarterback. So like, I don't think you need to build out a Cardinal stack for it to be good. Um, I, I do have bets on Trey McBride and Michael Wilson. I think McBride's talented. I think Zach Ertz is what's funny about McBride and Zach Ertz is Zach Ertz is coming off of that multi 
ligament knee injury, which Javante is coming off of JK Dobbins came off of it last year. And we like, uh -uh, like we hate that injury for like running backs in their prime. Like, and, and people are, are thinking Zach Ertz is back. I'm not buying it. So I, I do tack on Michael Wilson. I tack on Trey McBride at the end. Uh, Murray, Murray is a dart throw and Murray falls a lot sometimes, especially the last week or so he's been falling a lot as I don't know why they traded for Josh Dobbs yesterday, but it's kind of a red flag. It's a little bit of, um, but we're on the board here. I'm not sure what I want to do. I, I need a tight end. Boom. We'll grab, I just, we're all in on the, we get, we got, we're, I've, uh, one of my favorite things to do is hit the your stack with uh quarterback running back receiver and tight end we get we get luke musgrave here uh and then i don't give a lot of hot takes guys but i i think jake ferguson's gonna be probably the the best tight end value in your redraft leagues I, i'm let me know what you guys think in the comments but i, I think jake ferguson is gonna be pretty nice uh, he's got top 15 tight end upside he could be top 10 top 12 yeah, that's that's what I was referring to. It, it makes me a little bit nervous there, Marvin. I just they got Clayton Toon, Colt McCoy, and now they have a fourth quarterback in Josh Dobbs. So maybe so the best way to spin this positively positively for Kyler is that Kyler's gonna open open the season on the PUP list for the first four games. And they want they want all teams can carry a third QB now on their active roster on Sundays. So maybe Dobbs is that guy that they're just like, yeah, we just want to have him as our QB three in case something happens. Maybe that's, maybe that's it. And then, and then they'll, and then they'll release Colt McCoy week five, you know, some shit like that. Um, I love that Marvin. Um, for me, uh, Musgrave Ferguson are two of my most end tight ends. I'm trying to get more Laporta shares, but he's been pretty hot right now. I didn't buy enough in like the one fifties, one sixties, but I, I have a decent amount of Laporta. Um, question for like if you guys can guess who my most ferguson's my most drafted tight end and i think i think musgrave's number two but uh can you guys guess who my third most drafted tight end is yeah for i think for like so ferguson played at university of wisconsin and i watched him play there and and he was just a really rock solid tight end uh there were some video clips of him this summer blowing blowing micah parsons up in in pass pro so I think he's going to stay on the field a lot. I think he's a really good seam stretcher. And uh, Castle, Muth is my number four. Muth is my number four. Um, my number one tight end drafted this year is Dallas Goddard. I, I think my number three. But uh, in, in, when, when you can filter on drafters, I filter by the $20 contest. And Goddard's my most drafted tight end in, that con in this contest. So I absolutely love Dallas Goddard. I don't understand why he goes – where did he go here? He went round seven. That's usually as early as he goes, but he falls a lot in the end of round seven. And I just been scooping up Dallas Goddard shares left and right a lot lately. There's your Kyler Murray spot. Uh, let's check in on this game here. It looks like, um, looks like the 49ers had a second drive here. Brock Purdy is moving the ball. Um, Still 0-0 zero, zero here. Ayuk, one for 35. Debo, two for 18. Kittle, one target. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on this here. But the 49ers are moving the ball. They're almost in the red zone, so we'll keep an eye on that. 
but anyways, uh, moving into the 16th round, you have Dulcich, uh, Conklin, Gus Edwards. What do you guys think about Dulcich and Conklin? I personally, I think the tight end strategy is is probably one of the most important parts of fantasy football. You either get a stud or you wait till the end and you just kind of grab, you know, a dirty trio, two, three guys that could be really nice. Uh, Conklin's one of those guys. I don't have a ton of Dulcich, but I think this Judy injury, and I don't know what Judy's going to do. He's, he's got a hamstring thing. I, I don't think I love him for the long term of the season, but this could open up things for Dulcich to be on the field more as the Broncos are probably like the Broncos want to run the piss out of the ball. Like they want to run Samaje and Javante a ton. They don't want to rely on Russ. Like we're, we're talking vintage New Orleans Saints ball here with, you know, Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. They want to run the ball and take their deep play action shots. I think the running backs and the tight ends are, are going to be very, very important. Um, and yeah, I, I, that's spot on Marvin. I'm, I'm super into Greg Dulcich right now because at one point this summer, Dulcich was a, an 11th round pick and now we can get him for free. I don't think you need to build out a Broncos stack necessarily. I'm not super excited about the Broncos offense, but I, I do think the running backs, Dulcich, maybe Cortland Sutton, and then uh, nonsense grabs Kieran Williams here, which I, I like Kieran Williams kind of, kind of, kind of a lot. Uh, I'm on the clock though. I don't have much going for me here. Uh, I am looking around running backs, whatever receivers. Uh, this one, here you go. There you go. There's your Michael Wilson spot. We'll grab Michael Wilson. I think I'm pretty much done at wide receivers. I like my wide receiver room. Running backs are Henry, Aaron Jones, Dobbins, and Gibson. I do need to continue to build that out. Um, uh, <laughs> Marvin, Marvin Mims is so good. Um, Marvin Mims is like, he reminds me of Brandon Cooks. I don't know if you can see that comp, but I personally, I, I like Marvin Mims quite a bit. Uh, I'm just going to collect another tight end at value here. I think I've built my team pretty much to how I like it. Uh, we'll collect Dawson Knox here, who's going to be involved in the Buffalo. The thing, I don't know what you guys think about the Buffalo Bills tight end situation. Like clearly Diggs, Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis aren't going to come off the field much. Like they're going to stay on the field a lot. They're going to run a lot of three wide receiver sets, but they're also going to run a lot of two wide receiver sets. So um, I think Kincaid is probably their third wide receiver. I think Knox doesn't come off the field. He's their tight end with the hand in the dirt. He does have value. And yeah, Mac Hollins, were you building uh, Were you building a London thing? Yeah, you were. You're building the London. All right. I noticed you taking Deami Brown, which um, I, I don't know, like, when I did my research a week ago on Sam Howell and I, I found out Danny Brown was a teammate of his at UNC for a season and they had a really good rapport for one year. Um, Diami Brown is a sleeper and it looks like nonsense has Curtis Samuel, Danny Brown. Uh, he couldn't get Sam Howell. This, this Matumbo man has been an asshole. <laughs> He's been stealing a lot of nonsense as picks, but uh, I, I had been buying Samuel and Diami Brown quite a bit. Marvin moms, man. Probably um, that that's probably, that's probably the way like, you're never going to feel good starting Dawson Knox in like your redraft leagues, but his ability to score five, six, seven touchdowns this year makes him pretty relevant in uh in best ball league. So I like him. Yeah. Like I was looking at it. Um, Tar Heels football. I was looking at it the other day and 
the I think it was the was it the 2020 Tar Heels team? Um, one more year, the 2019 Tar Heels team. Uh, they had Michael Carter, Javante Williams, Sam Howell. Antonio Williams had some time in the NFL, um, but they also had Daz Newsom, Dami Brown, Chaz Surratt, a, a young Antoine Green. Um, I think it, I think it was the 2020 season. This season was nuts. Javante and Michael Carter both a thousand yards. Sam Howell had some rushing. Uh, they had uh, Daz Newsom pop off. This was the Dami Brown season for almost 1,100 yards, eight touchdowns. Josh Downs like. This was, uh, he's, he's on the stream site. Oh no. Is he? If you're going to be a weasel, be a weasel, man. Let us know you're in the stream. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good little <laughs> stay tuned. All right. Let's see what nonsense has paired, but man, like there's, there's kind of an, an unwritten rule. If you're in a stream drafting, like you kind of got to announce yourself, man. You got to announce Matumbo come out of the weeds. Um, you know, we're not, we're not mad at you, man. We just want to hang out with you. So that's really all it is. Uh, but this draft's almost done guys. Um, <laughs> it, it does feel like it, but that, that's kind of my unwritten rule. If you're, if you're in a live stream draft, you have to at least announce yourself. Um, and, uh, I, I haven't done a lot of live stream best ball. I've done a handful this summer, but usually, usually you get a few people that just want to hang out and draft and have some fun, but hopefully. Hopefully we're just, uh, it's just a weird coincidence. Uh, but anyways, we have one, two, three. I have three picks left. Nonsense has three picks left. He says, uh, he says insane picks on the way. Let's see what nonsense has got for us. Uh, is it going to be a Cole Turner pick? Personally, I, I think Cole Turner's the tight end there that we're going to all be talking about on the waiver wire week three or four. Um, Logan Thomas is coming back to practice though. So he might hold on to the fort for a little bit, but I do think, um, <laughs> I, I I do. Oh, there goes Kareem Hunt. Finally, I do think Cole Turner is a sneaky player to keep an eye on. Uh, at this point in my draft, I feel pretty well built out. Kendrick Bourne, baby. Um, is, is he gonna? Oh, Mac Jones is gone. Yeah, Mac Jones is gone. Uh, running backs feel pretty pretty gross. Um, I do have. I'm gonna grab Chris Evans. Um, starts with a J. He says. Uh, is this I don't know if it's Jimmy Garoppolo, but we'll see. Uh, I'm just going to continue to grab some running backs here uh, to fill up my running back room. Chris Evans and Latavius Murray. Turner, I pair with Howell over Thomas just to be different. Um, Jarrett Patterson. Interesting. So I know the, um, I know the commander. So um, yeah, <laughs> the, the thing with Chris Evans is just watching the preseason games. It looks like Evans is the guy that they trust on third downs. And that was the role that Samaj P. Ryan had last year with Joe Mixon. So Evans has been on the team for a few years now. Travion Williams has been hurt. Chase Brown is still a, a fifth round rookie. Um, I've got a couple Bengals on my team. I'll take a couple shots on Chris Evans this late. Uh, I, I also think Latavius Murray is the guy that needs to be drafted in the 1920th round. <laughs> John who, um, so, so um, nonsense. So I, up until week two, like, so week two of the preseason was last week. Up until last week, I was the guy scooping up Travion Williams, but I had avoided Chris Evans. So this pretty much this whole week, I'm trying to just catch up and get 
a little bit equal shares of Evans, equal shares of Travion. I have a decent amount of Chase Brown, but uh, it's, it's not looking good for Chase Brown. He just really hasn't popped in the preseason. So uh, I'm starting to circle my wagons around Chris Evans this late when I have a little bit of a Bengal thing built out. Um, oh, yeah, man. Um, last year, I had a lot of Chris Evans. It looks like we had a couple touchdowns here in this game. Uh, Brock Purdy with a rushing touchdown. All right. We didn't have that on our bingo cards, but we'll take it. And then, holy balls, Josh Kelly with a 75-yard touchdown run. Um, 75 yard touchdown run for Josh Kelly. I hopefully we'll see another series out of the 49ers here. They did score one touchdown. They got it to the one yard line. So they're moving the ball. Uh, Nikki Kenyon Drake is interesting. Um, today I actually, I just don't know what the hell to do with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I have started to click. I've started clicking Evan Hall, Deion Jackson, and, um, and Kenyon Drake, but I feel pretty good about my running back room. Henry Jones, Dobbins, Gibson, Evans, Murray, um, I don't need a QB maker. Baker Mayfield's still out there. I could grab uh, another tight end here if I really wanted to. Otherwise, um, yeah, Josh Kelly, man. Dowdle, Dowdle's a guy that I've been clicking a lot too. Um, Jamichael Hasty, interesting. It's not a name I haven't heard very often. Uh, I'm I'm gonna finish this stack though. Um, shout out to Nonsense. We're going to end this with a Samare Toure sighting. And uh, he does grab his Jamichael Hasty to finish his uh, Jaguar stack. And I'm just going to grab the Packers wide receiver four and basically just build out the stack. Uh, the team turned out okay. Um, I'll get to Latavius in a second here. Um, my team is Kirk Cousins, Jordan Love. I feel fine with that at QB. It's not elite, but it's going to be good. Running backs are pretty sturdy. Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, J.K. Dobbins, Antonio Gibson. Those are the four we're relying on all year. We'll see if we can get contributions from Evans and Murray. Now, with Latavius Murray, man, like, I think he's beaten Latavius Murray for the RB2 spot. Murray's been hurt with a knee injury lately. And even before the Murray injury, like, Latavius Murray was impressing. They were both mixing in as the RB2. So I think Murray is the inside track for the RB2. When I'm building Buffalo Bills builds, I grab a lot of Latavius Murray. So I personally, I like uh, uh, Castle says who? Um, we'll get to him in a second. Uh, my receivers are JJ, Higgins, Deontay. That feels like a pretty solid trio. I have contributions at the flex from Addison, Romeo, Boyd, Jaden Reed, Michael Wilson, and then Samare Toure. He was... He was either a seventh round draft pick or an undrafted pick last year. It's his second year with the team. He's operating as the clear number four for the Packers. Uh, and because I just have a, ha a heavy Packers stack, I thought I'd just go ahead and, and end it with him. Uh, Musgrave, Ferguson, Dawson Knox round out my tight end. So I, I feel decent about it. it it's layered with, with Vikings and Packers. It feels solid. Uh, and let's take a look at Nonsense's team here. Um. He's got the fun double QB start. So a 2-8-8-2 build, Josh Allen and Trevor Lawrence. No arguments here. Like a, a falling Trevor Lawrence happens a lot. Like you get him in the seventh, and I've seen him go to the eighth round. So I like that. And the fact that he was able to just layer in a heavy Jacksonville stack. Um, his running backs are Cam. And so he waited for running back. I think he was able to land it. Cam Akers, Herbert, those are your starters for the first game. And then he's hoping to get contributions from Cannon Gainwell, Tyler Algier. Jeff Wilson's going to pop off. Kieran Williams is going to pop off. And then Jarrett Patterson and Jermichael Hasty are his, like, his Hail Mary bullets. We'll see if those guys can uh, take advantage of an injury or something. <clears throat> At receiver, 
looks pretty good. Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, Drake London is the main trio. You're going to get Zay Jones. And Zay Jones is running in a lot of two wide receiver sets. In the preseason, he actually <laughs> he actually ran in the two wide receiver sets over Christian Kirk, which was pretty alarming. Um, so I'm buying Zay Jones. Van Jefferson, just another wrinkle to your, your nice Rams uh, secondary stack here. Couple the, the the commander stack is nice. Samuel and Diami Brown, one of those guys. One of those guys can be relevant any week. Uh, and then Kendrick Bourne here, naked Patriot, and then T.J. Hawk and Evan Ingram. This looks pretty good there. Nonsense. Uh, looks like you know what you're doing. No nonsense from nonsense here. He's having a good having a good night. And yeah, Samari Toure. Um. So the thing with Wicks is he hasn't been on. Like he missed a lot of training camp, so he's kind of behind. Right now, uh, Toure has a full year in the system, and he, he did make some plays last year. So just out of, like, de facto experience and just being healthy, like, Toure's there, but I'm with you. Like, Wicks is a fun player. He's going to be their number five. They also have Grant DeBose who might make the team. Um, but there, there's some good options there. But I think Toure's the clear four, but I'm, I'm, I want Wicks to, to stay healthy. And, hey, man, like, thank you. Like, uh, this is what we do. This is what we do. Um, yeah, sprinkle some wicks in too. So that, that's an interesting one because I'm, I haven't taken Jarrett Patterson. I've taken Chris Rodriguez a couple times. I guess I'm not super caught up with the commander's RB three backfield, but I'm going to go look at it now. Uh, because if, if one of B Rob or if one of B Rob or Gibson goes down, like another running back is going to be relevant. Jarrett Patterson is one of the incumbents there. He's a veteran. He's had some time there and he's, he's played well for them in spot duty. So I, I do like the Patterson sprinkle, uh, but I think Chris Rodriguez does have a, a honorable mention for a sprinkle in your, in your round 20 lineups as well. But uh, Hey guys, that's going to do it for me tonight. We're going to get out of here. We've been going live for almost an hour and 45 minutes. If you guys want to hang out tomorrow morning, I'm doing a mock draft marathon where we're just going to hang out 9am central time. Uh, I'm going to go live at 9 a.m. for about two, three hours. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll have some fun there. Uh, Marvin says they were teaching Rodriguez how to catch passes. He caught like, yeah, that's the thing is he's he's a he's a nice running back. But yeah, he just needs to learn the pass pro and get the, the passing down work going on. So we'll watch for a running back three in Commander. Shout out to all you guys hanging out. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for all the new faces too. Um, had a lot of fun drafting with you guys. We'll draft again sometime soon. But that's it for me. Enjoy the rest of your Friday evening, guys. Hope to see you guys soon. Peace.